Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Kids Inc. podcast. I am your host, Susan Yeager, and this is episode two, part one. Since I made the first two episodes, the show has gone live and it's out there in the atmosphere, and we have gotten a great response. I can't thank you guys enough for tuning in, for listening, for engaging with us. I've already gotten suggestions and uh, comments, and it's just been really wonderful. So, Thank you, everyone, for listening to me share these stories of something that was so important to me. I'm going to jump right in. I've got a list of some stuff to talk about. I'm still trying to finish up the trip from 1987. I am only on Tuesday, and we were there until the following Monday. So we still have a lot of ground to cover. I'm going to dive right in. Uh, So the kids finished up work on Tuesday. They finished filming their scenes. And then Ryan, Rasan, Renee, my friend, the parental units, and I, we all decided we would go out to dinner. So we started at, uh, we tried to go to the spaghetti factory, and it was too crowded. So we left there, and we ended up at Western Sizzler. So we went from Italian to uh, steak. But anyway, um, incidentally, though, The Spaghetti Factory will figure into a fun story the next year, 1988. So a little foreshadowing there. Um, But Ryan, Rasan, Renee, uh, my friend, the parental units, we all ended up at Western Sizzler. I don't remember a lot about the conversation. I know, of course, we talked about the Monster Squad and probably Kids Incorporated. Um, I remember asking the kids on the way there, like, do you guys get recognized? And the truth is, I think they got recognized more when the show was on regular television before it moved to the Disney Channel. Because at the time, the Disney Channel, you had to pay for a subscription and not a lot of people had access to the Disney Channel. So, I mean, a lot of people did, but not as many as mainstream television. So, the kids were like laughing. They're like, no, you know? So I remember, um, sitting at the restaurant though, and like nobody was paying a bit of attention. And this is like one of the greatest moments of my life. I'm here with Ryan and Rasan and Renee and, you know, we're all just talking and eating and, um, and no one cared, you know? So it was kind of funny. I thought that was pretty funny, but anyway, so we finished dinner and Renee had decided she would spend the night at the hotel with us. So uh, we left and went to the hotel and had a great visit with her. She was really um, big into Corey Haim, had a huge crush on Corey Haim at the time. Who didn't? We all loved Corey. And uh, so um, I will post a fun picture of her with, I had brought all these Bob magazines and uh, so I was giving the posters out to like whoever wanted them and Renee wanted Corey Haim and I think Ryan and Rasan took the Alyssa Milano. Um, so I was happy that I could give them something with, you know, all that they give to me. I feel like I was happy that I could give them something that they appreciated. So Renee took the Corey Haim poster and hung it in her dressing room. And, um, I think the Alyssa Milano poster ended up in Ryan's dressing room. I'm not sure, but um, but anyway, I was happy to to give those to people. So the next morning, we um, took Renee to the set, and we dropped her off. And it was then that we got to meet four out of five of the dancers. 
We met Gina, who, of course, had been on, you know, two through four or five. See, I got to go back and remember all this stuff. No, Gina was in season five. So two through five. And then we met the new dancers, uh, Nicole Cropper, Dee Casperi, and Shallon Markray. And Brian wasn't there yet, so we didn't get to meet him. But um, we met them and visited for a few minutes. And then my friend and I and the parental units, we all went to Universal Studios. And Renee had given us, every week the kids get a cassette of all the songs that they're going to be doing that week so they know their songs and Renee had given us her cassette and I had my Walkman you know so I remember like walking around Universal Studios listening to all the kids incorporated songs and just thinking this was the life you know because um I was a huge fan of Bop Magazine met a lot of my pen pals through that magazine um and they had had a contest Right around the time I went to L.A. about like fly to Hollywood and these people went to Hollywood and they got to do all these things with celebrities. And I think Ryan went somewhere like to one of the amusement parks. And I was always so jealous of that, you know. So um, it was just kind of fun to be at Universal Studios and walking around listening to Kids Incorporated. And uh, it was just a lot of fun. So we did Universal Studios that day. Incidentally, speaking of contest winners, if you guys go back, I don't know if this is out on YouTube or not. I'll have to look. But if you go back, remember, there was a Disney Channel contest that somebody was going to fly to the set of Kids Incorporated and get to hang out at Kids Incorporated. Oh, my gosh. I cannot tell you how many times I entered that contest. I mean, I'd like, I like I have no idea. I would go to the library and copy the contest form or whatever, you know, or send postcards in, whatever you had to do. Like I entered the heck out of that contest and I did not win, but that was okay because I had my own little version of it. But the contest winner, the day that we dropped Renee off at the set, that was the day the contest winner came. And so it's really funny because when you see that little recap that the Disney Channel did, they're all in the same clothes from like where we met the dancers and, you know, Renee is in the still in the same clothes from the hotel. And so it was just kind of funny to me. I was like, oh, that's so cool that I have a memory from that day. And that's what the contest is. But we went to Universal, had a great time. Then Thursday was the big day. Thursday was the day they were going to tape the nine songs from the episodes. Um, if you guys remember back in the fourth season, they typically did two concert numbers at the beginning of the show. And of course, the closing concert number. So uh, usually on Thursdays with an audience, they would tape nine songs. Um, and they had a morning taping and an afternoon taping. So they would normally bring the audience in in the morning, do three or four songs, depending on how fast everything went. And then they would break for lunch and that audience would leave. And then after lunch, they'd bring a second audience in and they'd do the other five or six songs, however, you know, however many they had left. So of note, the morning that we got there and we were getting ready for the audience to be brought in, we met the fifth dancer, Brian Poth. And Brian would go on to become very instrumental in several of the Kids Inc. chapters of my life. So you guys will hear stories about Brian all the time. 
Um, the first thing I think of is I um, look at this picture that I will put up on the YouTube channel. And we used to joke because Brian is probably almost a foot taller than me now. I'm 5'3", and I'll have to ask him, like, how tall are you? But um, every year that I would see him, he would get taller and taller and taller, and I just stayed the same. So it's funny because this is the first picture I used to look at and be like, okay, how tall is Brian now? Because he passed me up, of course, and now he's very tall, and I'm very short. So it's really funny when I see this picture, that's what I think of. Um, but I don't know, Brian and his mom, Pat, hi, Pat, um, were wonderful to us. And and Pat was one of the first people to have the big video camera. Like, you know, um, it had the VHS was like inside the video camera. It was this huge video camera. And Pat's like this tiny lady. So she's carrying around this huge video camera. And when she heard our story and she heard that, you know, I had come from West Virginia, she just couldn't believe it. And so she so nicely was like, well, let me video you guys. And she videoed us on the set and talking to the kids and just God love her. Like she was the best. And uh, so you guys will hear about Brian and Pat off and on through these whole stories. Um, the second thing that was also funny about that day, that morning, was um, Rad Daly, who had figured prominently into the second season episode where Riley's friend comes and he pretends to own the place because Riley did not own the place. Um, and he pretends to own the place. I think Moosey and Rad are actually friends. And Rad had come to the set that day to say hello and so I was so excited to see him but the funniest thing is we were dressed almost exactly alike and it was really funny so of course I went up and introduced myself and asked if I could take a picture and he was so gracious and he was like oh I see you got the memo of like what to wear today and I'm like yes you know <laughs> so it was kind of funny because we were dressed alike um so we met Rad uh we met Brian and then the show got underway Okay, so the three episodes that they were filming that week were What's in a Name, Front Page News, and The Boy Who Cried Gorilla. So those were the episodes that we were getting ready to see the songs for. Incidentally, I heard a rumor, no pun intended because that was actually the first song that they recorded, but I heard a rumor about Front Page News. I don't remember where I heard this, but... I heard a rumor that that script was originally about Ryan and Renee like getting crushes on each other or falling in love and then they decided not to do that but the songs had already been recorded so they wrote a different script around it. I don't know if that is true or not um, but if you guys go back and listen to the songs from that episode tell me what you think. Do you think that's like a possibility. Um, sometimes when I hear the songs, I was like, okay, I could see that. And then other times I was like, mm, I don't know, because like who, what, when, where, and why, that's very much a newspaper kind of th song. So so I don't know. You guys let me know what you think about that. Um, also, I, I wanted to point out that um, I was very excited about that episode because Ryan and Renee have always been my favorites. And so the fact that they were 
paired together and um, so prominent in this episode and doing a duet. And I was just very excited about that. Um, not that I don't love everybody else on the cast because I do, but um, but it was just really great to hear Ryan and Renee together. That was something special. So anyway, they brought the morning audience in and uh, the first song they did was I Heard a Rumor. And if you watch that, if you go find it on YouTube and you look way over to the right, I'm over there and you'll see me in my little white shirt and clapping and dancing and, you know, um, having the time of my life. Okay, so the funny thing is, is if you watch me on I Heard a Rumor, you'll see me way over to the right. And then when the cut-ins with the gorilla are in, I heard a rumor, um, they did that in the afternoon. So I'm at the counter when you see the gorilla. So there's one shot where you can just see my hands, like it's of the gorilla, and you just see my hands. And I was like, those are my hands. And uh, But first I'm on the right, and then I'm on the left. And that's the magic of television. <laughs> So anyway, in the morning they did, I heard a rumor, they did, we got the beat, and they did, um, would I lie to you? So that's what they did in the morning. And then uh, they broke for lunch, and uh, again, like the morning audience usually leaves, and they bring the second audience in. Um, but we got to stay for lunch with the kids, that was very cool, we got invited to have lunch with them, and again I'm harping on the small studio um lunch was served outside and they would like bring um a buffet style lunch and set up tables and everybody would just kind of eat outside at tables so that was really fun the other thing of note of that day was um the Lambert family came Ryan uh invited his parents Bob and Marlene and his brother Jay and they all came to the set that day. So I finally got to meet these people that I've been talking to for a year, a little over a year. And that was a huge day. So it was so good to meet them. Um, I'm going to wrap this section up, but I did want to mention, um, if you are listening to us on Spotify or Amazon Music or Apple Podcasts, um, I encourage you to head over to YouTube and Google Kids Inc. Podcast, not Google, but search on YouTube, Kids Inc. Podcast, and then watch it again on YouTube because I put up some fun pictures. And also um, be sure to check us out on social media. We are at facebook.com backslash kids inc podcast twitter.com backslash kids inc podcast and instagram.com backslash kids inc podcast i would love to see you over on our social media channels and get your thoughts um about what you want to hear what you want to see what you know what we want to talk about and uh i promise in part two i am going to finish up talking about 1987 so we can move on uh, again, I'm Susan Yeager. I'm having a blast sharing these stories with you. And check me out in uh, part two of this one. We'll finish up 1987. Thanks so much, guys.